going on, everybody? It's Norm coming to you with another episode of Scruffy City Sports. What's going on, everybody? I hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday. It is November the 10th. Yes, I had to double check there. I had to check a look at my watch. Take a take a take 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 a look at my watch. How's it going? How's it hanging? I hope you're having a splendid week. I'm sure you are. I know I am. I hope you are. If you are a Braves fan or a UT football fan, the last week or so has been pretty pretty spectacular. Not going to lie. Uh, if you haven't, you can go back and I want to thank Quentin from Houston, old Kubner, uh, for doing a couple episodes of the podcast with me. We did a Houston Astros meets the Atlanta Braves podcast. Uh, we call it the World Series Extravaganza. If you've not checked those out, they are good fun. We recap a couple of the games and and then give our overview of the series where the Braves won. Uh, going forward, a little housekeeping really quickly. Me and old Garrett are going to do a podcast about the Atlanta Braves. I have not shared my true undivided how I really feel. I'm super excited about it. As I said with Quentin, I tempered my expectations. Didn't want to rub it in his face too much since he is a Astros fan or an Astronauts fan. Uh, but I did... I am excited. We will do a season review slash uh, how we feel about Atlanta winning their first World Series uh, in 25, 26 years. Uh, Garrett was not alive the last time they won one. I was lucky enough to be alive the last time sports were good in Knoxville and Atlanta. So we will talk about all things that. We will also talk about my feelings about the NLV or MVP candidates. We will also talk about how Brian Snicker and both Alex Anthopoulos were robbed of executive uh, executive manager or baseball executive of the year and manager of the year. I felt they both were robbed, but I digress. We're not going to talk about sports or <laughs> we're going to talk about sports. We are going to talk about UT football and UT basketball because both of those are rather hot in the streets. If you are like me, you might have forgot that basketball season is upon us. Uh, the men's basketball team and women's basketball team. I'm not gonna, I don't know when the women's play. I'm sorry, but the men's played their first game yesterday uh, against UT Martin. Uh, they did win. I will give you that score in just a second. They won 90 to 62. Uh, UT also set, just going to give you the highlights here. UT set a career or a program high, not a career high, program high 17 threes uh, in beating UT Martin last night. First time uh, that they've ever shot 17 threes, or not shot 17 threes, made 17 threes in a game. That's a pretty big thing. Uh, I will say, I'm not the biggest basketball fan. I, I enjoy it. Uh, Tennessee usually has some good teams. So if, if I say something's wrong or I struggle, you know, come on here with me and share your love of basketball and we can talk about how I don't really know that much about it. But, but you know, it's fine. I'm here for the people. I want you all to to enjoy what I'm throwing down. So the UT Vols are now 1-0 after beating UT Martin, the Skyhawks. Uh, my stats that slap, uh, which I've been calling it lately, is that UT Martin, I'm sure if you listen to the radio broadcast, and I don't know if TV said this or not, they returned nobody from last year. They are the only team out of 300 and I think 56 Division One basketball schools returning zero, zero people on their team this year were on the team last year. That's just crazy to me. I think also six of the seven coaching staff members are brand new. So I was very impressed with what they did. Uh, granted, you know, they are playing Tennessee, powerhouse, proverbial powerhouse in the Southeastern Conference. So, you know, I, I didn't have my hopes up that they were going to win 
uh, as far as UT Martin goes, but Tennessee played well. I thought young uh, freshman Kenny Chandler, uh, who looks all is expected to be one of the the highest rated port gu- point port guards. He's one of the port guards, everybody. Point guards in all the land. I, th- I think he did great. He looked good. Josiah Jordan-James looked great. Uh, Olivia Kumwa also looked really great. I, I thought the team as a whole looked really good. If we break things down for you scientifically, uh, left to right on your radio dial, as some people would say, uh, Olivia Kumwa had played 27 minutes in the contest. Uh, he was one of three and four of 10, one of three behind the arc and four of 10 for field goal range. If those are your fun things that you like to keep up with. I don't, I don't really, I'm just reading the stats here. Don't judge me. Uh, Plavovich, uh, had, had 16 minutes. He was three of six and zero from zero behind the arc. Uh, this is, I, I'm kind of getting bored with this. I'm just going to tell you they scored. Well, Olivia, Ch- <laughs> Olivia Chandler, Kenny Chandler looked really good. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I had a breakdown of Olivia or Ken, I want to call him Olivia Chandler, but it's Olivia Kumwa and Kennedy Chandler. I apologize for that. See, I'm struggling a little. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting fast. Slow down. Slow down. Kennedy Chandler was four from four behind the arc and scored 20 points in his debut as a Tennessee Vol. It was exciting to see point guard play. Uh, the big piece there, point guard play from a Tennessee team. We've not seen that last year. Uh, Viscovi, Santiago Viscovi was our point guard, and it was not pretty. So it's good to see Kennedy Chandler do that. I'm looking forward to what this team's got to do. Miss Big John Fulkerson uh, and his NIL deal with Pals. If you've not seen, he is also going to donate a dollar for every point that the Tennessee men's basketball team scores this year. Uh, he's donating it to the Tennessee Fund. So if you're keeping score, that's $90 that old Folky is going to be donating, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, Folkerson, he's got a thumb injury. He could be here for a seventh-year super, super senior. Uh, let's hope not. But he so far has been here for six years, and we'll we'll look forward to seeing him again pretty soon. But that's really it. Uh, the men play again Sunday at 12 against ETSU, and then next Saturday they play top five foe Villanova. So they need to get things figured out. I thought they played well. I mean, this is a new group of kids, and I'm excited for the season. Rick Barnes does some of his bat- best basketball prior to March. If you're a basketball fan, you do know that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do moving forward uh, as far as uh, the men's basketball program over there on the Hill. All right, now let's talk about UT football. This is going to be a quick podcast if you've not picked up here. Quick podcast. We're going to talk about the Kentucky game. Uh, but briefly, I want to say this. Yes, we need a cleanup at Kroger Field on aisle four. I have never in my life seen such a, ba- a football game like Saturday night against Ken Sucky. Oh, I'm sorry, Kentucky, uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. Let me read you some of these stats that Kentucky had. I'm sure if you're a Vols fan, you are aware of what happened. Uh, Tennessee obviously won the game. I will tell you the score. It was 45 to 42 in dramatic fashion. Tennessee, let me just read you this. First downs, the University of Tennessee, 17, Kentucky, 35. If you're playing at home, that's almost double. Crazy stat there. Total rushing yards, Kentucky, 225. The Vols, 145. Continuing on, passing yards, 387 for the Wildcats to 316 for your UT Vols. I don't even understand how we won this game, but we did. The stat that I really want to read off for you, total offensive yards, 
Kentucky, 612. Tennessee, 461. That's that's not it. That's not it. Time of possession. Kentucky Wildcats, 46 minutes and eight seconds. So if you're counting at home, a quarter in football is 15 minutes. So they had the ball for three quarters of the football game. Tennessee had it for 13 minutes and 52 seconds and still managed to score 45 points. How in the world did that happen? I, I, I don't have words for how that happened. I really don't. I understand our defense scored six of those points, but still, oh my gosh, I, 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 don't, I don't have words. I really don't. I said at the beginning of the year that I thought Kentucky was going to be a swing game. Kentucky had a really good team. Now, listen, these Kentucky fans, I, I don't understand why they think this is their Super Bowl, their World Series game every year when they play Tennessee, but they do. They do. And we beat them like the redheaded stepchild that they are and put them back into misery. I mean, we, 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 we had the ball for 13 minutes in this game. Let me read you one of these stats that I saw. Kentucky, prior to Saturday's game, was 119 and 0. When scoring 41 points in regulation, that was 119. They had won 119 football games and lost none when scoring 41 points in regulation. They are now 119 and one thanks to the Tennessee Volunteers. I just, I don't understand. I really, really do not understand. It just goes to show you the offensive mindset that Josh Hopple has. It's crazy. It's on another level. He didn't need the ball. Our defense needed to make a couple of stops, and you know what they did. Bob Stutes almost shot himself in the foot getting that that horrendous personal foul call. Now, listen, I'm not going to be one of those guys that glosses over the face mask that they missed. If you're a Tennessee fan, you can count on probably both hands and feet how many calls that have gone the other way when we're playing football games. But listen, I'm excited. We won a game. I would say most people did not have us favored to win this game. We were not picked to win, but we won, and I'm excited about it. Now, should I temper my expectations because it's Kentucky? Yes, but you know what? They were ranked in the top 25. They were 6-0 and until a little while ago. They had hopes and dreams and aspirations of going to a New Year's Day Bowl, and they had even talked about making the playoffs. I mean, come on. Who are you, Kentucky? You're going to be third or fourth in the SEC East like you're supposed to be every year. You're getting a little high on your hog there. Is that that the term? Yeah, high on your hog, a little overzealous, overexcited of how you're playing. But here, I'm here for it. Go Vols, go Big Orange. We beat Kentucky. Should I get this excited that we beat Kentucky? Probably not, but hey, I am. I'm excited. This is going to be a quick podcast. And leading up to, I have to get my other notes. Pause, pause, dramatic pause. Let's do, let's do. Anything is possible. I am coming in hot. Let me tell you right now, the Georgia Bulldogs are coming into UT Stadium Saturday at 3.30 on CBS. We are a 3.30 CBS game this Saturday, and they are ranked number one in the nation. But you know what? I do not care because Georgia has not played an offense like we have all season long. All season long, the Georgia Bulldogs have only allowed, I think, 14 points. Let me tell you right now, the Tennessee Volunteers are going to score more than 14 on Georgia this weekend, and I'm going to call my shot right now and say... (laughs) 
that Tennessee can can beat Georgia. Now, I'm telling you, you're coming at me right now. You're thinking, Norm, what in the world are you smoking? Are you drinking? I have my orange-tinted Kool-Aid glasses on. I'm drinking my orange Kool-Aid, and I am calling my shot on Wednesday, November the 10th, the day before Veterans Day. Salute your veterans. Shake them. Buy them a cup of coffee. Buy them their lunch tomorrow. The greatest generation of all time is our veterans. I'm coming back to hot norm here. Hot norm. Anything's possible. Tennessee. Tennessee can and will beat Georgia this weekend. I know I'm crazy. And guess what? This is my podcast. If I want to say silly things like that, I can. And I will. Because I know it. I have a good feeling. Georgia is going to be playing one of these on their way home back to Athens. And before you come at me and say, No, God! No, God! I know. I understand. Listen, Tennessee is on. We play Vanderbilt in South Alabama the last two games. We've already won five. We can sail in that we're going to win seven games this year and go to a pretty decent bowl game. I mean, a pretty decent bowl game. We are playing with house money. Let it all ride, Coach Hopple. I believe I'm on the hop train. I believe in hop. Whatever T-shirt you need to go buy. At Alumni Hall, I am telling you right now, as I stand up, in this room and do this podcast. I feel like Dwight Schrute when he's reading his, his speech there. Tennessee has a shot and can, can, if our defense can keep up and just make a, a handful of stops, can win this game on Saturday. I'm telling you right now, if they win, please tell me I was correct. And if they lose, you know, it's possible as well. It is. It is. That is all I've got for you lovely people today. I have done a super sweet and super simple podcast. I know you're like, oh, Norm, this is really fast. This is really fast. What are you doing today? Well, you know what? I, I, I think going forward, I'm going to do one of these during the middle of the week because we've got basketball games and you kind of saw how I struggled talking about basketball. And then we're going to have two basketball games a week and you got a football games. There's a lot to cover. Uh, and just some housekeeping notes now that I'm <laughs> got a little excited there about Tennessee beating Georgia. Uh, going forward, housekeeping notes. Remember, you can check out stuff on scruffycitysports.com. I, I, I verbalize kind of what I do with the podcast. I'm going to be honest. I did not during the playoffs because I'm very superstitious as a baseball player. I, I tempered my expectations. I didn't put one up. I'm working on one now that I'll put up, put up about the world series recap about the Tennessee winning against Kentucky, Tennessee against Georgia and basketball. That will be up in the next day or two. You can always follow me on Twitter. I think it's scruffy city sports. And if you want to, you can follow me on Instagram. I do nothing there full disclosure, but if you want to, please follow me. I'm, I'm trying to get that up and running continuing forward as I'm moving the microphone around and making some noises. I will be doing a podcast uh, with Quentin. We had a lot of fun. We're going to do something. I don't, we've not worked out what yet. Uh, I think it will still be on this feed. It will probably not be called Scruffy City Sports, but it will be on this feed sharing that. So if it will be maybe some pop culture stuff, uh, some lot sports stuff, just chit chatting uh, about movies and stuff like that. If you're into that, uh, stay tuned to this and you will see some things coming in the near future. Continuing on near future stuff, uh, me and Rocky from way back uh, several podcasts ago are going to get together again soon. We have struggled. Life happens. It's hard to get together, uh, those kind of things. But we are going to get together and do a, another podcast in the near future as well. And in the near future as well, lots of podcasts coming down your way from this feed. I have got Matthew Grimes. 
the MVP, the GOAT of Atlanta Braves baseball stuff. If you've seen anything from the Braves while they are at Truist Park, I guarantee you 90% of it has come from Matthew Grimes. It's M. Grimes Media on Twitter, Matthew Grimes. We are going to get together. We're going to talk about all things Atlanta Braves throughout the season, postseason, World Series, popping bottles, all that fun stuff. Really, really looking forward to talking to him in the near future. That will be probably closer to Thanksgiving, if not after. So I'll, I'll send out a reminder for that fun stuff. I'm excited about it. I, I love Matthew. Great guy. If you're not following on Twitter, just, just, just tweet at him and say ratio. You, he'll know what you're talking about. I'll know what you're talking about. Continuing on. And after that, if that wasn't enough, so we've got a Quentin podcast, podcast, plural coming at you. We've got a Rocky podcast coming at you. We've got a Matthew Grimes interview coming at you. And then last but not least me and old Garrett, Garrett, good friend of the pod by my number one host, Garrett, we are going to be doing a World Series Braves World Series extravaganza and what that means to both of us. We're going to get on our soapbox, get on our high horses and just talk all about it. Uh, that will be a fun rambling podcast. I'm sure that will have sports, pop culture, life and Raleigh, uh, NC State because he's a huge NC State fan. Uh, all things that stuff coming to you in the near distant future as well. Now that I have rambled on for another five or six minutes about all that stuff. I'm excited. Podcast things are happening. Super excited about all that stuff. But I am Norm Shaver. This has been another extra, extra special, super hopped up pod. Uh, <laughs> good God. Super hopped up podcast of Scruffy City Sports. This will probably be out Thursday, Veterans Day. Like I said, go shake a veteran's hand. Tell them thank you for their service. I will say that you do not have to not tell them that you are more than welcome to thank them for their service. That's all I've got. I've rambled on. I've got excited. I'm hopper. And that's all I've got for you. Stay tuned to the podcast. Lots of fun stuff coming up soon. I will catch you in the future. We will do another one of these Sunday, Monday, Tuesday of next week after basketball and football. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the beautiful East Tennessee weather. And I will see you on the next one. Go Vols and peace. Peace up. Peace up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.